Time for business and please to announce that uh, Kate Moody has joined us. Good evening to you. Great to see you. Hi, Mark. The European Union is loosening its own rules on state aid in order to compete with green subsidies in the US of A. Yeah, this is part of that brewing transatlantic standoff that we've talked a lot about over investment for clean tech projects. Last year, the U.S. approved nearly $370 billion worth of subsidies for companies that build things like solar panels, wind turbines, and electric batteries there. Some European businesses, most recently the German auto giant Volkswagen, are increasingly tempted to redirect new investment to the U.S. in order to benefit from that plan. The EU's own clean tech industrial plan appears to be taking too long to make a real difference. The EU will now start allowing member states more leeway to offer cash or tax breaks for clean tech projects at home, as well as streamline the process so that aid can be delivered faster within weeks. A statement from the EU's antitrust commissioner says that under those temporary changes, member states will also be able to match aid that's offered by a third country under certain conditions. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen is visiting Washington to discuss this and other issues. She'll be meeting with President Joe Biden and is expected to lobby for more cooperation and concessions so that European companies can benefit from those American subsidies without moving their business. Well, it's not just the EU and U.S. racing to develop more renewable energy sources. Latin America is poised to become a major producer of solar and wind energy. A new report by the Global Energy Monitor suggests nearly a billion solar panels worth of clean electricity projects are set to be activated over the next seven years. Charlotte Hughes has more. Here in Rio de Janeiro, it's good news for the fight against climate change. Analysts predict that solar panels such as these will become increasingly common in coming years, thanks in part to recently re-elected President Lula's pledge to develop clean energy sources. Brazil could certainly be a major producer in the coming years, one of the largest producers of renewable energies, especially solar photovoltaic, thanks to the potential to produce electricity and to the resources we have. Chile and Colombia are also ramping up investment. Mexico, on the other hand, has stalled in its clean energy progress since fossil fuel champion President Obrador took office. 37% of Chile's installed energy capacity consists of solar and wind power, which Brazil is also planning to expand upon. The wind power in Brazil is produced in large parks, large plants, not small ones. It has an important installed power with potential for growth within the Brazilian territory. Overall, projects planned across Latin America are expected to boost its current solar and wind power capacity by more than 460 per cent by 2030. Let's check in on the day's trading action now. Mostly lower close for the major European indices. Uh, we saw the FTSE 100 down about six-tenths of a percentage point in London. Wall Street had been treading water for most of the session, but it saw a late sell-off to close pretty sharply lower. Uh, banks and financial stocks were among the biggest losers, pulled the Dow, pulling the Dow Jones down about 500 points. The S&P 500 down 1.8, the Nasdaq over 2% at the close. Investors are still looking ahead to Friday's jobs report, which will give an indication of just how strong the labor market and economy are. U.S. President Joe Biden has unveiled his budget proposal, which focuses on reducing the federal budget deficit, in part by raising taxes on corporations and the wealthiest Americans. The proposal puts him on yet another collision course with Republicans in Congress. 
Biden hopes to ramp up spending on things like health care as well as support for Ukraine and NATO. He has insisted that Congress must raise the government's borrowing limit or debt ceiling, something Republicans are reluctant to do. But Biden said that could be paid for by reversing Trump-era tax breaks for those who are earning more than $400,000 a year, as well as corporations. Take a listen. No billionaire should be paying a lower tax than somebody working as a school teacher or a firefighter or any of you in this room. So my plan is to make sure the corporations begin to pay their fair share. It used to be 35%. We cut it down to 21%. I think we should be paying 28%. Of course, Mark, we know very much what gridlock on Capitol Hill is like. This plan unlikely to pass either the Senate or the House of Representatives. It's really more of an opening salvo, if you will, uh, for negotiations. In interesting times as ever, neatly illuminated, as always, by Kate. Thank you very much. Great to see you, Kate Moody, with all the business.